Shut up and sit down. Welcome, episode 42. We are back, Guy Think Podcast. We're just cruising. We're going. And this week, we got something special going on. So I'm very excited to share it with you guys. First and foremost, just want to give a special thanks to our last guest. Last episode was on Skype uh, with Andrew Pollock. As you should. Uh, last year, unfortunately, his daughter was killed in the Parkland shooting at the Snowman Douglas High School. Uh, he's been a very big activist uh, for uh, school safety. Met with Donald Trump, met at the White House, and he's working very hard uh, to, to crack down on things like this happening in schools. Great interview. Uh, check it out. It's on the YouTube channel. Um, also, next uh, – oh, actually, yeah, Voyage MIA. They just came out with an interview uh, with yours truly today. So check it out. It's voyagemia.com. So you can see all the, uh, the secrets of my life. No, just kidding. But it was a pretty good interview. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. They do a nice job. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know about them? I'm in there too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a, Sharon's next. Going back, Sharon, going back to Sharon. Sharon is next. We're going to get you in there. I'm going to give my buddy a call. We're getting you in. And I uh, also want to give a quick update. I have to do this every episode. Absolutely. Florida man. Yes. Very Florida quick. Man? Florida man is, is uh, what represents Florida. Uh, the interesting people that represent the state of Florida that do some very interesting things. So it's because it says Florida man it's, of Florida yeah. people. Right. This Florida man is all Florida men. Yeah. And Florida woman is actually coming on strong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some dirty things going on. But uh, this, this past week, uh, he's been arrested for dancing naked in a McDonald's, hiding meth in potato wedges, and got arrested for covering his girlfriend in ketchup. Nice. This is Florida, folks. Covering his woman Ketchup. See, I don't see that being a problem. Milk and potatoes, that's a problem. That's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes are going to be the size of potatoes. You're done eating those wedges. Let me tell you. <laughs> Scary, Scary stuff. All kidding aside. All kidding aside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's Florida Man this week. So I just want to give you guys a quick snippet in our beautiful state of Florida. Yeah. We have some interesting people here. By the time I leave today, though, I'm going to be talking like this, even though I really worked on the accent, <laughs> because both of you are also from New York. That's right. <laughs> yeah, this is the improved version. When I go back home, it's... Exactly. You can't even understand me. Oh, At least here, I pronounce my R's. I go back home. You know, just say ka. Shut up. Boy, I don't say ka, because that's like Boston. Almost like Boston. Right. I say car. You know, get well, the it's car. car. Let's get right, the car. but it's not. Yeah, that it's car. Car. <laughs> the car. It's really difficult for me to so say difficult. the the R's, you know. Yeah. And I really try, you know. I try so hard down here, hard. Yeah. Hard. Did you find like hot. when you first came down? You spoke like this really fast, and people didn't understand what you were talking about. <laughs> sure, absolutely. I had to tone sure. it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. sure. 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 Absolutely. Down here Why not? Say sure. Sure. <laughs> I just like yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I feel like I'm I I speak weird when I try to say it. Right. You know, I'm like you feel weird? I feel, don't you feel no. weird? Weird, <laughs> weird. R, lots of R sounds. I'm gonna do a riddle with all R's. And like that even that hurt. That just hurt me saying R weird. like that. It's R. Just take Spanish. That's it. And you'll learn that R. <laughs> Rolling the tongue. Roll the tongue. Well, two special announcements. First, my co-host tonight, Sharon Pfeiffer, 
Welcome Yay. to the show. Sharon is super talented, super talented. I've known Sharon for, we were talking about the other day, about 10 years. Yeah, nice. We did uh, a couple of uh, films together, which was a lot of fun, independent films. And Sharon is still going strong in the acting game where I kind of took okay. a backseat to it. She was just in a movie called The Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey. She had a very, very funny, awesome scene with Matthew McConaughey. So check this lady out. She's on fire. And uh, if I, June 18th, right, Netflix? June 18th, it comes out uh, digitally, you know, where you can get it um, anywhere, you know, DVD, Walmart bin. Mm -hmm. um, Perfect. <laughs> the Walmart bin. <laughs> it, did, it didn't do well in, you know, theaters because it didn't have distribution really. I mean, it had distribution, but very limited. Anyway. That's okay. It's still yeah. a movie and you still did it with a, uh, uh, an Oscar, Oscar winning women can actor. say that, so, you know. And I heard you did a very interesting scene with him. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> I am sure we will. My goodness. Um, let's see what else. Uh, and then I got some weird comments coming up. Okay. Um, <laughs> but our, Must go back share. to the catch-up. I, 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 I Let's go back to the catch-up. <laughs> Luke, I appreciate uh, you coming on, but uh, he keeps mentioning that he's a drummer with uh, – Vic DiBattetto, the comedian. Love Vic DiBattetto. He's, uh, he's a new friend of mine. So uh, I'm glad we have the same we friends. We love Vic. That's really cool. Vic's yeah. a great, great guy. He's, awesome. he's going to be down here actually in December. Yeah. Uh, you know who Vic DiBattetto is? I know the name. He's, a, he's a, a comedian. very funny comedian. He's like a YouTube sensation. Millions of yeah. views on YouTube. Yeah, he's amazing. Okay. That's amazing. Now I know. I'm yeah. a stand-up. I do stand-up comedy. Yeah, stand-up as well. And you didn't stand-up when you said it. Oh, oh, well, because, oh, cut because, it out. Because stand-up was invented by a man. Because it was invented by a woman, it'd be called sit-down. Probably. Yeah, like so the mafia, sit-down. Right? Inherently, we love to sit. Men like to stand. That's why they'd be standing up. Down. There's a few reasons for that, but we don't need to get wow, into that. Wow, I guess so. I'd rather stand up, Payne, though. Of course you would. It's much easier. Well, for you, yeah. well, for you it is. Tinkling down your leg. No, I get it, but it's just there's more work involved. You, you know, you got to sit down. More it's a whole work. thing. Yeah, but the standing up, it's quick. But listen, we okay. want to <laughs> stand. We want to sit. The show just started. We're already talking about I mean, going listen, to the bathroom. I mean, any stand-up show you've ever been to, for real, Vic will vouch for this. You go on the stage, you go do your thing. There's always a bar stool on the stage. Always. Very true. Right, but they don't sit. What's the fucking bar stool there for? <laughs> for what? Can I say fuck? I'm sorry. Sure. Am I right? Yeah. Sorry. You won't get in trouble. If you're on regular radio, um, you're not allowed. Yeah. Right. That's why I do but the podcast. But what's the bar stool for? For what? I don't know. Who? Where did that come water. up with? What if you don't have any water? To Why can't I sit on the bar stool? <laughs> it should be called sit down. Is all I'm saying. I'm just saying. Anyway. I know it's interesting. There's always a stool there. There's always a yeah. stool there for what? It's a prop. That's my little point of view. I know what it's for. In case the audience starts to throw tomatoes, you have something. There you go. Oh, there you and go. You see Dive, duck, dive, dodge, and dip. We just make a pot of gravy. I mean sauce. <laughs> Great! <laughs> it is well. Gravy is like the thick, and pasta is more watery. Matter. I think I say that's sauce how I call it. Marinara and gravy is with, with meatballs and and meat. That's, that's good. Gravy I like with it. The meat and marinara and sauce. I like Everyone it. argues with me, so I just say sauce. Don't fight. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead. Right in. Go ahead. Kind of like dressing and stuffing. 
I came to Florida right. and people said dressing. I'm like, what's that? What's yeah. that? Right, dressing with the turkey. Dressing goes on salad. Dressing in the turkey. Dressing dressing the turkey. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Not good. No, stuffing <laughs> goes in the turkey. Exactly. That's exactly. what you stuff it in the turkey. You don't dress it in the turkey. I don't get it. I don't get it either. But we call it many mysteries in this world with food. This is a guy thing, though. We're talking. The guy thing has evolved, folks, whether you like it or not. You know, in life, you, can, you got they're chatting, and it's fine, but this is life. This is life. Things evolve. They may start one way and end up a different way. You just got to go with it. So that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But let's roll right into it. Uh, our special guest, we've been chit-chatting, but best-selling author on Amazon, talented psychic for 30 years. Miss Hallie Elise, welcome to the show. Thank you. Did you know I was going to say all oh, that? Oh, absolutely. See? She's so good. <laughs> I wrote She's the line. She's so good. You wrote the line while I was writing it down. You were in my head. Hey, what's up, Christina? How you doing? So, uh, yeah, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you. This is something that my guests were, were requesting. They were saying, I want to have, uh, I want you to have uh, a, a psychic on the show, spiritual, something different. Okay. Um, so I was like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. You know, that's the thing about the show. Request. You know, I, you're you're coming along this journey with me. This is 42 episodes. I'm still kind of new with this stuff. So, you know, I can only think of so much. But you guys watch the show. So tell me what you want to listen to. So thank you. You know, we'll keep it going. We'll keep it cruising. So thank you again for being on the show. My pleasure. And uh, now we got the, the two ladies here and uh, we're ready to just rock and roll. But All right. can you tell my listeners like, what type of psychic reading that you do? Like, what, what is it that you do? Because I know there's a few things that. Well, I think people don't understand that the word psychic encompasses a, a generality. There are different types of modalities. So, for instance, most people are familiar with the word medium or mediumship. I'm sorry, I don't speak to dead people. I can refer you, but I don't speak <laughs> to dead people. I am clairvoyant, which means I see things in the future. I'm clairsentient, which means I feel things. I'm claircognizant, which means I know things, clairaudient, I hear things, you get the gist. Mm -hmm. But really and truly, there's 15 basic terms and there is more from there. So when mm -hmm. somebody says, oh, you're psychic, can you meet uh, with Aunt Ethel and tell me what she has to say? I'm like, no, but I can refer you to somebody. Yes. If you want to come in to me, you need to know that you're coming in for empowerment. I'm not just going to give you information about what's happening in your life, but what comes up for me is Areas of your life that need attention, areas that you can fine tune. So fine tune, excuse me. So that now can be just as good as your future. Mm. Really, it actually helps a lot. Yeah, okay. that's interesting because you know I have never in my life got a psychic reading. I know you before. sounded very scared. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you kept saying, "I haven't done this before." Never did it before in my life. So this is the first time I figured. You know what? I'll do it live for for everybody, but. Um, I, that's what I thought. I thought a psychic and a medium were the same thing. Right. So thank you for educating me. And I'm sure there's other people out there. It simply comes that... down to, you have to have psychic ability mm -hmm. to be a medium, right. but you don't have to be a medium to work psychically other than speaking to the deceased. Right. You can, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that you do. Right. So you have to have that base of be, being a psychic in order to. Correct. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. Does that Makes make sense, sense for you? Me, yeah. You've gotten readings before, right? Yes. And you feel, were they accurate? Some, not always. Okay. Some were yeah. okay. right on target, some were, mm, some couldn't read me at all. Some were, um, the, as a matter of fact, the last reading that mm -hmm. I got, he um, couldn't read me at all, and he was very disturbed by it. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, he was like actually, you know. You know, this this is this is this reminds me of a scene in the Sopranos when Paulie Walnuts goes to uh, have you guys ever seen the Sopranos? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Paulie Walnuts goes to see a psychic and he sits down with all these people in a circle and the psychic looks at him, he starts seeing all these dead people popping up. It's all the guys Paulie Walnuts whacked. So he starts freaking out. He goes, How did you know that name? How did you know that name? Who the hell are you? Next thing you know, he's throwing chairs across the room. Whenever I think of psychic, that's what I think of all the time. That's just so funny. Atypical, not impossible, but atypical. When you're in a room with a lot of people that have a higher vibration or high energy or are constantly working in that psychic field, you tend to put out a different frequency. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's sensitive, they're going to respond to that. Right. Wow. Makes sense. I wish I had that gift. I do. You do. I was going to say, who are you kidding? You have what you would call gut feelings. Yes. That's a guy thing. That's, a, that's it. That's what we have. Gut feelings. Have Usually yeah. my gut feelings are pizza, pasta, wings, you know, now, all that good stuff. Now, there's the occasion <laughs> when something's up and you just kind of go, huh, what the heck is that? And you listen. And afterwards, like, that's real weird. I knew that. It, it, it is interesting, but true. I, mm-hmm. I wish there were times in my life where I went with my gut more. And I didn't. And I was like, you know, I look back and be like, damn, I should have listened to my first instinct, you know? But everybody has some level of ability. It's a matter of do you cultivate it? Do you Mm -hmm. listen to it? And I liken it to a pianist who sits to the piano and studies and becomes a master versus some little two-year-old who sits down and listens and starts to play. (laughs) The difference is level of skill, but they both can do it. Mm -hmm. Same thing with psychic ability. The vast difference there is we come to this world with innate ability. Do we pay attention? Mm -hmm. Sometimes yes, sometimes no, depending on religious beliefs, depending on where you're raised, Mm -hmm. depending on if it scares people. I have a lot of clients that will come in and say, you know, I I shouldn't really be doing this. And I'll ask them why. And they'll say, well, my religion says it shouldn't, it's bad, it's this, it's that. And I'll tell them, I don't bite a religious how can I explain this? An, a religious affront. Mm-hmm. I see it actually as a compliment to religion because people who pray a lot tend to be more psychic. It's mm-hmm. not just people who meditate a lot or people that go into peace a lot. People who pray tend to be very psychic. Wow. That's interesting. So Why well, I pray every day, so that's pretty interesting to There's a uh, corollary there. To but know. I, I've met priests and rabbis that would believe blow you away. They sit Hmm. and they say something and you're thinking, how the heck did they know that? They don't know my mother or they don't know this one. And it's just flowing. It's not that they're thinking about it. It just moves through them. When did you realize you had this ability? That's kind of funny (laughs) because I've had it since I could speak. I probably had it before I could speak, but as far as actually being heard. However, it wasn't until my young teens that I realized I was doing something because my mom kept going, I'm going to have you tested for psychic ability. You're not supposed to know those things. I'm like, okay, mom. <laughs> so probably 13, 12, 11, somewhere in that area, okay. I realized that I was doing something a little different. Wow. So like, what was it like? You, was, you would see actually the future, like as a kid? And... When I was really little, it was more sensation than mm-hmm. anything else. It seems to have graduated over the years into a lot of different forms in different ways. But I'll give an example. I was maybe 10, 11, mm-hmm. and my mom was going to the neighbor, and people that attend my psychic gallery are probably going, oh, God, she's telling the story again. <laughs> but 
it's because it really has impact to show what is this? So mom's going next door to the neighbor. I mean, I could tap on the wall and she could hear me and I'm begging with her, don't go. And she goes, Allie, this is ridiculous. I'm going to be right next door. I'm like, please, please, please. Anyway, she goes, she says, if you need me, holler, I'm going to hear you. Okay. Five minutes later, my little brother comes out of the bedroom, beat red and starts to get sick all over the place. We ended up having to run him to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Now, if you asked me beforehand, why didn't I want her to go? I couldn't tell you. All I knew was that something was wrong and mom needed to be there. But those types of things happened way before then. I think I was two or three and I walked into the kitchen. My dad was talking to some business associates and I came out with something about their business that toddler would have no knowledge about. Wow. And the guys are like, what? I mean, what are you discussing this with your kid? You know, that type of thing. Wow. But as far as me personally knowing, it wasn't until, like I said, young teens, because I thought everybody did that. Hmm. You know, what do you mean you don't know that? How come you don't know that? Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because you're a kid wow. and you don't yeah, really, how would right. you know you don't really think. You know, wow. I mean, when somebody is different in whatever way that is, so they have exceptionally long eyelashes or <laughs> <laughs> they eat a different way or they use their hands in a different way, they don't know they're different until somebody points it out to them. Very true. Wow. Have you ever had intuitions? I think I'm very intuitive. Not certainly not to the degree that you are, but I've always felt like I was very intuitive. People respond yeah. to you a lot. So, for instance, if you're doesn't matter where, in an airport, in a restroom, in a restaurant, people will start talking to you and tell you things that you didn't even ask them. Right. And it's because they feel comfortable with you. And that's right. that knowing that they can relate and that you're not going to judge them and that they right. judge them. And there is that sense of connectedness that people that are real sensitive, intuitive have. Right. It's funny. My, my mom, she always says, all oh, these crazy people always come up to me, talking right. to me and telling me their life story. Right. Cause she's my mom's spiritual, mm -hmm. you know? So right. and she, it's true. Like random people will come up to her exactly. all the time, just strike up conversation with her. My mom's and she's like, like, what is this? Right. I didn't <laughs> need to know their whole story. Yeah. We just yeah. went to floors. Yeah. She'll talk yeah. at, but she'll talk to people, you know, exactly. but she'll tell me like, yeah, I don't understand why these people come up to me talking yeah. to me. There's an uh, energy to things mm -hmm. and people don't see it. They don't even know it. They right. just innately feel it. Exactly. Yeah. I get, I get a couple of crazies that'll come up to me from time to time. And yeah. The difference <laughs> between <Yeah>. crazies. <laughs> I get the crazies. That's what I get. I get all the You know, nuts. when the guy comes up. <laughs> different thing. Guy yeah. Comes I don't know up. what kind of uh, intuitive that is. <laughs> Listen, when he's wearing the trench coat and says, hey, guy, do you want to see something? Oh, boy. No. I'm all set. Thanks, buddy. I, I, I've seen this movie before. It does not end well. <laughs> no, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, I get uh, I get some interesting cats coming up. Sometimes I'm just like, like, I will get random, just crazy people. Okay, so I'm going to say something. The next time somebody shows up that's kind of off the wall, yeah. ask yourself, what were you thinking about within the 20 minutes prior and okay. just before that person showed up? Deal. Most of the time you'll find that your thoughts were around. Mm -hmm. or that you went from one thing to the next to the next. So okay. again, there is a Which is corollary. All that <laughs> but there's, there really is a corollary. So if you're okay. stressed out, for instance, there's a certain frequency that's associated with it. If okay. you are angry, there's a certain frequency. If you are hungry, you're tired, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. People talk about, for instance, auras, you know, that energy field yeah. that exists. 
And Krillian photography has shown us that you can actually see it. Mm. It's not just woo-woo. Somebody goes, oh, yeah, I see your pink aura. <laughs> That's great. But science has proven that it exists. And depending on your mood, depending on how your being is in that moment, mm -hmm. that's what you're projecting to the world. Yeah, I, I would think I'm, for the most part, positive, but mm -hmm. I'll, I have a black aura when I'm hungry. It's hangry. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's not pretty at all. Like, I go from zero. Well, I go from hero to zero, I think. Like, I am not happy when I'm hungry. But that anxiety <laughs> actually attracts others who are anxious or who are overall less positive. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I used to like, as I've gotten older and experienced life a little bit better, I, I understood like the people that I want in my circle and the people Absolutely. I don't. And I got to say it. I can't stand complainers. I can't at all. I've, I've had some craziness happen in my life. Some real negative stuff happen. And I've learned to be positive through all of those things Absolutely. as I go. And so I, I feel like, man, if I'm not complaining, then I don't think many people should be complaining. So I can't be with complainers. I don't do well with them. You know that you complain about the complainers. <laughs> Good point. Good point. I was going to say it, but I'm like, no, no. I just been no. complaining about the complainers. Bam. That's it. I just, I just drove in my own energy right now. It's not good. It's not good. People are going to be complaining on the chat. Not good. Only kidding. No, you're not. You're serious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. So, what, like, what did you? All right, yes. going to school. What, what was it like with your friends? Like, what did they think? Were they like, oh, she's the weird kid that sees the future, or was it like cool? Like, I don't know. Like, because I've never went to school with somebody as a kid, so you know, things are when you're a kid, everything's like. I can tell you, they would call me to interpret their dreams for them. Or they would call me to tell me about their sick uncle in the hospital and give them an idea of what's going on. Or if they were going to get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it was just juvenile stuff. Yeah. I mean, there really wasn't a lot of world events. It was more about personal stuff. Mm -hmm. But what they saw with me primarily is I could walk over to a plant that looks like that and take it home and within a week all of a sudden it was growing it was thriving and you talk about green thumb we used to tease that i had the green thumb and i could touch anything and it would grow and my mom until recently the last i'd say decade she used to kill them i'd revive them and she'd kill them and i'd say it was simply because she was too busy she was never like calm enough when she was watering them so again they picked up on things but friends would see Funny things. I could go over to a nasty dog and go, come here. Mm -hmm. And it would come over and sit down next to me. <clears throat> I'd have owners running out going, don't touch. Why is my dog licking you? Wow. <laughs> that, so they saw more of that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And like I said, a dream interpretation and little things. I would say something like, oh, don't go out with him. And they'd say, oh, but why? He's so cute and he's so nice and he's this and that. And I'd say, he's not what you think he is. Mm -hmm. And they'd say, oh, no, no, you're wrong. And then later come back and go. You know, you should have warned me. <laughs> really? Uh, I know, I know. I can't imagine that, like, talking to somebody and, like, having that psychic ability. I can't imagine not listening to you. <laughs> if I was your friend, I'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah, Talk yeah. to my daughter. <laughs> I would just, like, what? Like, what? <laughs> Still have friends. Tell me that. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like I, I don't know if I, I would how I would be able to speak to someone and read them at the same time and try to hold in like if there was like negative things right. I'd be like trying to hold it all in like it's gotta be honestly do you censor yourself when you're talking to if someone asks your opinion do you I censor, censor myself in the regard that I'm gonna do my best to 
impart information that's as constructive as possible. Mm -hmm. So even if I get an ill feeling about something, I'm going to find a way to share it in a positive vein. And as an older person versus younger person, I don't just share. If something comes up, I'll give a real good example. I think I've gone up to maybe three people in my entire life. I don't go over to people that I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I don't intrude. Mm -hmm. But there was something that really pushed me. And so I remember going up to this one guy and saying, hi, it's going to sound really cuckoo, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I'm kind of sensitive when I pick up on things. I kind of sense something. If you'd like me to share, I will. If not, that's okay. So I ask their permission, but funny things have happened over the years. And you'll appreciate this. I think I was maybe 19 and I went into a sub shop and I was at the fountain getting my soda and the guy in the front, he's ordering his, his, sandwich and so the guy goes oh what do you want he's like oh onions this that and the guy goes do you want anything else do you want anything else and i said don't forget the black olives you love it oops and the guy turned around <laughs> he looked at me he goes ha i'm like um just get my soda excuse me <laughs> but it was funny because it was one of those things that had no value was not important to me but perhaps he needed to know that there were people that he should pay attention to or that somebody other than himself might have information for him. Mm. Like I look at it in a grander context now, mm -hmm. whereas a kid was just like, oh, what, what is that? <laughs> and also things don't slip out of my mouth like that anymore. Yeah. There was a situation with a girlfriend. I think we were, I guess, mid twenties. And the short version is I walked into where she was working and out of my mouth with no thought whatsoever, which was really disturbing. You just got back from the doctor, you're pregnant. <gasps> And she goes, yes, I am. And then right after that, do, how did I phrase it? Something to the effect of, do um, miscarriages run in your family? Oh, Something boy. like, oh, which I would never intentionally say or do. I, I mean, that just, I was horrified and I couldn't stop it from coming out of my mouth, mm -hmm. which really freaked me out, freaked her out, obviously. Mm -hmm. She lost the baby about a month later. Whoa. Years oh, later. Because I apologize profusely. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just thinking, because you stand on your feet? Because you do hair? Because this? I'm like trying to backpedal and come up with some sort of explanation for why I would possibly say something so horrid. There is no reason. I just, out of mouth. But as we talked about it years later, she said to me, she was so grateful that I had said it because she did not get attached to the pregnancy. She mentally, she mentally, she, you said it and, and she, she knew you were. Right. And she was able wow. to, when it happened, say it's okay because the next one will be healthy. The next one will be fine. And it mm. was. That's Shortly thereafter, she got pregnant. She had two happy, healthy pregnancies. But it was one of those things where, again, I would never intentionally say something to harm somebody. Sure. Nowadays, thank God, I have some <clears> control. It doesn't just jump out of my mouth. Good, because you'd be you saying all crazy about. stuff to me if that was the case. <laughs> she said yes i mean we're still friends after all <laughs> believe it or not no but a lot of times if somebody says something mm -hmm. to you you think that they're intentionally being unkind yeah. or you know they've got some sort of ulterior motive mm -hmm. i had zero i was happy that she was pregnant it, it just like i said came out wow but thankfully she told me as I said, that it helped because she was not attached to the pregnancy and it was mm. easier to manage when the baby left. That's, yeah, that's some Crazy tough news. Though. That's wild. Yeah, so you... Whew. 
I got the chills with that one. Yeah, that's crazy. Earlier on, just to give an aside here, one of my mom's friends used to come to me all the time since I was really little, like mine. Hey, Hallie, what can you tell me? So she comes over, and I think I'm 17. I'm in my first apartment. You know, I'm big, I'm cool. I can do whatever I want. I can actually see people at 10 o'clock at night. I don't have to go to bed. (laughs) She comes over, we sit, and I get this terrible sense of a child in water. Oh, no. And in my head, I'm going, uh-uh, do not want to say that, do not want to say that, do not want to say that. And she has no small females in the house. And I'm getting young female in the water and not a good thing. And I'm and I'm being pushed. You have to say something, you have to say something, you have to say something. So I, I tell her, just be aware of any small young females near water, whether it's a swimming pool, the shower, the bathtub, the lake, you know, neighbors, kids, uh, friends, whatever. Okay, unbeknownst to me at the time her daughter was pregnant. Fast forward, little girl drowned in the bathtub. The mother wasn't paying attention and she walked away for, for like a moment, which sometimes we do, you know, you can turn around for a moment and things can happen. The baby kicked the, uh, the faucet on when her mom went to grab the phone. She was baby. She was in one of those little seat things. Yeah. Okay. But I don't want to make it sound like I give all this bad news. Yeah. I give lots of good news. Oh, hope so. I'm upset now. <laughs> yeah, but after <laughs> I have to be honest, after that, I didn't want to read for anybody. Because yeah. I was thinking, <clears throat> why would God give me something that's so horrific? Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, yeah, it's great to tell somebody they're gonna get a new job or Johnny's gonna bring them flowers, but why do I need to do this way? And the only thing that I can figure out with those types of things is because on some level of consciousness, that person needed to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that sounds off the wall because sharing that information. Mm-hmm. And I had the feeling that the girl would be drowning, but I did not use those words. What I said, mm-hmm. and again, I try to do as constructive as I can, yeah. which was any small young children near water you need to really watch mm-hmm. just don't have a good feeling and that's how i phrased it but it was very disturbing that was a friend or- my mom's friend yes and somebody who she's known for years and years and years and, and years mm. and she had come to me since it was like nine you know hey just, just to be silly tell me something and i would tell her whatever and yeah. you know it would come to pass but this I didn't expect it. I did, and at the time, I had no clue of anything other than what came through. So that was a little disturbing. That is. Wow. What about the FBI? You, you said you. Uh, I saw in your bio that you did some work with the FBI. That's really cool. I did. I had an agent who, I won't say which agency, but it was the head of one of the agencies. Mm-hmm. He used to bring files to me and ask about information for cases. And they had asked at one point if I wanted to be on their payroll and I said no because I don't like what I'm seeing. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to see things that have to do with crimes or things mm-hmm. that have to do with people getting hurt. Just not my cup of tea. And I know a lot of people go that route. And it's not that I don't want help. Mm-hmm. If somebody says I need help, I'm going to do my best to help. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work. I have a lady who reached out to me through a friend who owns a metaphysical shop. She does readings but differently than I do. Mm-hmm. Her brother had disappeared and she said, call Hallie, maybe she can help. Short version, I gave her what information I could. She called me back a couple of days later to say thank you so much because they had found the brother 
in the location where I said to look. They had been looking in the wrong spot. He was having some problems with medication. He was having some issues with health mm -hmm. and took off and, and nobody knew where he was. So in that regard, that, that was really good. That so, is. you know, missing person, as long as they're alive and they're well, I'm happy to yeah, help. Yeah, they're not minced up in pieces. That's a good thing. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought you were getting at. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I found the no. body part here, a no, body that's part. That's what I was going to say. It's not all bad. Even years ago, I would do a, a tent uh, over at the Renaissance Festival, mm -hmm. and I would do readings. And over the years, I had staff and whatnot, but everybody would come by and go, all right, little Johnny, he's been missing for 20 minutes. Where is he? Like, Go over there, go to that thing, make a left, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, he went out into the parking lot. You need to move now, front parking lot, this type of thing. And they would find the kids. Wow. So that was kind of fun That's because awesome. it was very positive. That is really That's cool. Amazing. But by the same token, I don't always get everything, and no psychic does. How many times have you guessed the uh, winning lotto numbers? Oh, I have a really <laughs> funny about that. It's actually very disturbing. So I wake up in the middle of the night. My God, I know the numbers. I know the numbers. I know them. I know absolutely. And it was Saturday morning. I knew that those numbers were going to be picked and I was going to remember them. And so I didn't write them down. So I went to bed, woke up and I'm like, son of a gun. I can't remember the numbers. <laughs> I know I knew the numbers. I can't believe I can't remember all day long, like fighting with myself. Really? Mm -hmm. Come on, focus, concentrate. You no. know what these are. You know what they waited till 11 o'clock when they were pulling the numbers. And as they're pulling them, all of a sudden I remember. And I said every single one. You talk wow. about depressed. <laughs> wow. Well, do you remember the jackpot? I don't know. It was a few million. It was uh, in the <laughs> early days. But it was disturbing. <laughs> it was disturbing. Right. I tell everybody, if something comes to you, write it yeah. down. No, I didn't you write didn't. it down. I couldn't believe it. It's never happened again. That's rough. <laughs> that's rough. I know, right? Yeah, if I was a psychic, I that's all I would be thinking about is right. numbers all day. Right. It doesn't usually work that way, though. I would totally be thinking of them. I'd be the richest psychic in the world. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Just start focusing. Oh. Do you make a, do you make a living with this? This is part of my full time career. Yes, <laughs> I have an office here in Boca. I've been at this for approximately thirty years professionally. I also do speaking around the country and radio shows <laughs> and TV shows and that type of thing. So interesting. Yeah. It's fun because yes. I get to meet lots of people yeah. and I get to help people or inspire them or mm -hmm. assist them in some way. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's that's yeah. what makes me happy. One of our uh, listeners said, can you do a reading by hearing someone's name? I can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do they have a name that they want to ask? Let, let, do you have a name? <laughs> or is there a question? Or a question? Route too. Name or question. Please type it in when you're ready. We'll find out Okay. soon enough. And you got some books out too. I do. 2001, which is really weird. I was on my way to meet my co-author. We have a book out called Treasures Within Meditation with a Friend. Mm -hmm. And I was going to meet him in New York. We were going to drive up to the Poconos and take a week and really focus on marketing and strategizing. <clears throat> and that was on 9-11. And the night before I left, I kept hearing, take your phone book. And I kept saying, that's stupid. I have a cell phone. Why do I need a phone book? It's an old fashioned phone book, like a day timer had millions of numbers in there. No reason to take it. I have my phone, but I kept hearing, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. Mm. Finally at midnight, I'm like, fine, I need to stop this noise in my head. So I go ahead and I put it into my suitcase. Well, nine 11 happens. And the, the weird thing, and I'm giving you a very short version is on the way up, I had this sense of trepidation. 
and I love to fly. Never a problem for me. I get on there, I'm relaxed, yes, I'm right. happy as pie. <clears throat> I just kept feeling that was something not right, something off. And so all I did was I asked, are the people on the plane going to be okay? I heard yes. That's all I needed to know. I figured everything else would be re revealed and I wasn't going to worry about it. So as we were landing, the second building was being hit and we were flying into New York. Oh Our pilot said, I'm sorry, folks, seems to be a lot of traffic. We're in a circle for a while. And he was very smart because he didn't get anybody upset. He actually said, we're being diverted to Atlantic City. Uh, due to traffic, blah, blah, blah. When we landed, that's when he told us what happened. And of course, there were monitors everywhere and mm. it was total chaos and bedlam. But sure. if I didn't have that phone book with me, I would have been in big trouble. A friend of mine lived in the area, but she had gotten married a couple of years earlier. And for life of me, I couldn't remember her last name. It was in my book. It was not in my phone. Wow. So that hearing that phone, hearing that, you know, the, yeah. the book, take that phone book, it really had relevance. Yeah, you Because we don't, know anyone's phone numbers well everybody's well everything was punched yeah. into the phone yeah. but i didn't even put her phone number in because she got to <laughs> put it in my book because that's the permanent type of thing right. and i mm -hmm. thought you know she's up north i send holiday cards i pick right. up the phone once in right. a while but we're not talking all the time right if i didn't have it i would have been stuck at the wow. airport interesting that's wild if i give you my grandfather's name he passed away could you uh Remember, I'm not a medium, right? Oh, that's so right. I don't speak to the deceased. Oh, that's right. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay. Sometimes I can hear one little thing. So, uh -huh. for instance, there could be like a phrase that he used to say all the time, but it's not a guarantee. Right, right, right. Okay. I was curious. I'm interested. What can you? I'm here. I'm are not you dead. There? <laughs> I'm, I, you can. What are you? What are you? What are your vibes with with me? Okay. So. One of the things that I get with you is really funny because as much as you project full and total confidence and you are very lively and outgoing, there's a very reserved part of you that most people don't see, except for those that you're really close to. It's, um, I'm going to just say, a sacred part of yourself. It's like you don't tell everybody everything, even though they might think that. It's more a matter of you share things that are general that you don't mind sharing but there is definitely a, a reserve there for you i can tell you that when you make a friend if it's a friend and not an acquaintance they are friends for forever you don't make friends and drop friends you make friends for a lifetime if somebody does something i'm going to say inappropriate or intentionally to harm you they're done they're kind of like the toilet brush you don't need it anymore <laughs> finish <laughs> so Again, you project this, I'll talk to anybody, I'll hang out with anybody, and you will, but there is a degree there. Because if someone is not to your liking, you're, you're finished with them. You'll be like, hi, how are you next? There's, I'm going to say, really good boundaries in place, but I also feel like that's because they've had to be put into place. And we're in, what are we in, 2019? I go back to actually I want to say the 70s. It feels like late 70s. That part of your world feels like there was a lot of, besides just growth, and I don't mean as far as chronologically, I mean emotionally. It feels to me as if there are times that you really needed to be self-protective and really were not at that point because you didn't have the same tools that you have now. But things are in place for a reason. By the same token, even if you don't like somebody, if you see somebody on the ground hurting, you're going to do everything to help them. Even if that means calling 911 to come pick them up. 
animals there's an affinity with, nature there's an affinity with. There's also an affinity with fashion, but it's on your terms. And what I mean by that is you like beautiful things, but you don't have to have them just to have them. It's more a matter of if you like something and it's pleasing to you, if you feel you make use of it, you're going to get it. But you're not one of those women that's just going to get it to get it. It's not about impressing anybody. It's about what comfort zone you have with yourself. I will say upper part of stomach, and I'm going to preface with, obviously, I'm not a doctor. Refer to your judgment or your physician. <laughs> But there's a little sensitivity there, and I feel that's stress-related. And it feels like it's about two, three inches above solar plexus. But I feel like when there's a lot of things going on at one time, I've got to stop hitting this, it seems to affect you here. A lot of people, it's shoulder or it's head, but I feel like it's being okay, here. Yeah, perfect word, Ajita, yes. I can say as well, as much as you can get riled up, you can also go the opposite end. You have very high highs and very low lows. When you're in that middle though, that's when you get the most done in your world. It's like the high, it's about business, but that middle is about your personal life. Did you have a specific question? Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. Seem happy. I'm happy. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> and um, just because it pops in, there's something that I'm going to say a role that you're going for that has nothing to do with film, but that has more to do with commercial or short skit of some sort. What do I call this? I almost feel as if it's a movie short, something that would be, for instance, for Cannes or for uh, a festival, but I feel like you're going to be asked to be involved. And I feel like that's kind of around the corner here. That's awesome. That's interesting. <clears throat> right I, now I'm not involved in anything. I, I mean, I just filmed something. Mm -hmm. But it's in post, which means it's we finished You're filming complete. it. It's mm -hmm. in post, but they do want to bring it to festivals. So I don't know. But I'm not, right now I'm not currently lined up for anything. Just, I get involved with, like I said, I'll, I'll call it a short because it doesn't feel like a, a full length <laughs> production. Yeah, I just filmed something in LA. Okay. So, yeah. And there's something coming around the corner. So cool. it may not be the one you did, but something else. Cool. Nice. I can't wait to see it. Know, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do you have any any other questions for me? No, Good. I like your red hat. <laughs> yes, it matches. You, what you did hit on very, like right off the bat, you said about me being reserved that people don't usually pick up on, which is so on target. Because usually people think I'm so boisterous and I'm, you know, because I'm an actor. Right, it's part of your nature, it's but it's not who my, you really are. Um, I call myself an introverted extrovert. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. Perfect terminology. Yes. Yes. Because I'm very introverted, but I'm an extrovert. Right. 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 Um, so it's funny that you picked up on that because it's really what I am. People don't really know that I'm hmm. unless I let them into my, like, you know, people say they have a circle. Mm -hmm. I have a dot. Yeah, you're very selective. I, have I think I have a dot now, in. too. I, have yeah. I used to have a whole three-ring circus. Yeah. Now, I, <laughs> now I have a dot, too. I yeah. I'm with you on that.
It's good. Better that way. I mean, you can be kind to everyone. That doesn't mean you have to have everyone sit on your lap. Right. Virgil. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, thank you. This is great. No, thank you. This is great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I am a little nervous about it. I won't bite unless you bite me first. I promise. I promise I will not bite. Okay, that's just going to tell you already know. I don't know about that. I don't know. It's the first time ever, so but go for it. I'm ready. Okay. So I won't say that you're a mama's boy, but I will say that there is definitely a very close bond with mom. Love you, mama. And what I mean, and and the reason I prefaced with, I won't say it that way, is it could be construed as mama's boy because you are there for her when she needs something, but you do live your own life. And, and to me, there's that <clears throat> fine line. You, you, you're not obsessive. I'll, I'll put it that way. By the same token, there is a certain loyalty that you have, not just to family members, but to other people. If And we're talking about that dot. <laughs> if you into that dot, I have to stop talking with my hands. I'm not even Italian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the effect. <laughs> if you allow somebody in, there's pretty much not anything you wouldn't do for them. So even if they call at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're like, what? Why are you calling me? Oh, okay, I'll be right there. It wouldn't be like, Tough luck, buddy. It's two o'clock in the morning. It would be, sorry, honey, I got to go. <laughs> so there is that, again, loyalty is a very strong word for you. And I feel like in as much as you give it, you expect it. If you trust someone, you expect them to be <coughs> trusting as well. That's huge for you. You you do not like injustice. I mean, really, like it gets you at the core of your being. If you see somebody doing something that's off color, and when I say off color, I'm not talking about because somebody's smoking in front of a non-smoking sign, but I'm talking about something where it's harmful or where I'm going to give a really good example because you were talking about your guest last week with the school and the mm -hmm. shooting. That just gets you at the core of your being. Like that to you is beyond reprehensible. There, there is no excuse for that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when it comes to law and the judgment, there are moments that you totally do not agree with the way things are handled. Because the way that you're thinking of it within, it, it's not acceptable. There, there's like no rationale. Mm -hmm. So it takes you a while to get over what you perceive as wrong. And again, not smoking in front of a smoking sign. That's not it. Yeah, it's things stuff, yeah. that are serious. You really take to heart, but you also keep it. And so that you have to be careful of because if somebody does something, you can remember for 15 years <laughs> that so-and-so did this particular yeah. thing <laughs> that you want to watch because you don't want to hold on to other people's stuff or stuff that's negative. It's not really necessary. So there's an awareness there that once you've felt fully and completely whatever it is you need to feel, that you can say, you know what, I'm done. Let God handle the rest of it. Because otherwise, it could have an adverse effect on you physically mm -hmm. over time. You know, people always talk about any sort of physical malady coming from how we process information or our emotional connection to it. There's that spiritual part of it too. And everything has a particular energy to it. So there's cellular memory. And this is why I'm saying be really cognizant mm -hmm. of not holding on to things that aren't good for right. you. Okay. That said, I would even go as far as to say, write it down somewhere mm -hmm. and then rip up the page so that you're doing yeah. something physical to right. release it. Okay. 
there has been what I would consider massive transformation in your world, especially the past few years, but it's been ongoing 11, 12, maybe even 13 years. But the last few specifically, I feel like you look at your life so differently than you did before. Yeah. The way you function, the way you interact with people, even what you want from life, it's very different. It feels to me as if there was a shift in respect to things that are material versus having that balance between the personal and the material. Mm. It feels to me as if you're a lot smarter than you give yourself credit for. And I'm not being facetious, but I really feel like you can do much more than you allow yourself to do. So that said, next time somebody challenges you with something, instead of going in your head and thinking, yeah, I can't do that, say to yourself, I'm going to give it a shot because okay. you really are smarter than you allow. Okay. Also, when it comes to relationships, you're a pleaser up to a point and then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a little bit more balance there. And what I mean by that is you actually have to say what you need to say at the onset. Mm -hmm. Don't wait till you start to feel that stress because then it creates havoc for you and the other person. Okay. And it's yeah. it's kind of funny because it's like, yes, sweetheart, whatever you want, I'll be happy to do it. And then at some point you're like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> but you don't say anything, yeah. you do it anyway. And then you get to that place where you're like, I'm just not. <laughs> so I'm suggesting you yeah. say something before it gets to that point. Okay. I can tell you too, there is something with an investment that's going to pop up here where again, 2019, 2021, I'm going to say 2021, 2022, that I feel like you're going to put your hand into and it's going to be very lucrative for you. That's good. Yeah, that's real good. It's going to be like, really? It reminds me of when people say I should have bought stock in IBM. Like when I, you know, before I knew it was IBM, that type of it, that's what it feels like. So having an opportunity, and again, it's either next year or the, what, 20? Yeah, 19, 20, 21. So it's, I would say middle of next year, possibly as far away as beginning of the following year. But there's an opportunity here. So be aware when people share information. Don't just say yes. Actually check in with yourself and say, is this it? Because okay. you will be like, yes, I know that it's it. Okay. Okay. Totally different subject, going to mention again, defer to your doctor or your own personal judgment. Yeah. <laughs> but I get stuff going on with sinuses. It feels to me like it's more environmental than anything. But by the same token, you need more water overall. I do. You know, there are moments that yeah. you're good, but the majority <clears throat> of the time, not so much. Yeah, you really true. need to be more vigilant with water and okay. you would move things through. Also, feels like there's a little inflammation in, I want to say, like lower extremities. And also, I feel like that's related to water. It's not related to anything else. It does not feel, doesn't feel like it's a kidney issue. It doesn't feel as if it's liver. In other words, I don't get a sense of detox. Mm -hmm. It's, you need more water. Okay. Yeah, I'm thirsty a lot, actually. <laughs> that's so true. Okay. Yeah. And let's see. Music. You're very particular about your music. I am. But you really love music. I do. Yeah. That's like uh, where your heart is. Yeah. Did you have a particular question? Um, I don't know at the moment. Okay. Well, if you think of something, know. I'm here for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> And you have my phone number, so, you know. Yeah, I may have easy. to call you at midnight tonight. While you were reading these, though, some of my, and thank you for reading them. Sure. I feel good about it. Um. My dad tuned in. He, he oh, would yeah? like to know 
Uh oh. <laughs> what would he like to know? <laughs> Whatever you, I guess you're feeling. Uh, his name is Alex. Okay. I don't know if uh, you can you tune in like that. Sure. Okay. He's a bit of a conundrum. <laughs> There's a phrase consistent in inconsistency. And it, it's kind of funny, like your, your dad, I feel like is multifaceted and faceted, excuse me, and able to do a multitude of things. And it's almost like he gets excited about things and then gets bored of those things and then has to switch to something else. But when he needs to do something, he follows through. Mm -hmm. So again, a little bit of a conundrum there. I can say that when it comes to managing money over the next Two years here, he needs to be smarter about managing money overall. And so to me, that is if, for instance, he's putting away 10%, you might want to think about putting away 20% okay. to push it a little bit. But it just feels like it's going to be a benefit for him to start putting a little bit more away. And to me, that is not just from regular money coming in. If he finds a dollar on the street, take 20 cents and put it away. If he <laughs> finds you know, money underneath the couch cushion, again, put it away. And it sounds silly, but it's the idea of getting into the habit of creating more money, but I feel like over the next couple of years here, he's actually going to have more awareness of finance overall, mm -hmm. and that's going to benefit him. It's almost that sense of being intrigued by how money works, not as far as paying bills, but mm -hmm. how it almost reminds me of like if someone did trading or they did, uh, I'm just going to say investing or there's a word here that's eluding me, but the overall feeling is it's having to do with finances, with money, with building up, with being more conscious and having more money come in. Mm -hmm. And I get a lot more travel coming up for him, which is nice. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're talking about going on a cruise. Well, there you go. It beat me to it. I was going to say, get water, but you said cruise. So <laughs> Oops, I'm not going to say, I'm not gonna say I said it because you beat me to it. <laughs> Very cool. And uh, Danielle Stedman. Oh, tell her I said hi. Hi, Hallie. Mm -hmm. How did you know that this profession was your life purpose? That's a funny story. I was a makeup artist and I love doing makeup artistry. And I got divorced and a friend of mine said to me, well, why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? I said, what do you mean? She goes, we can't be running around the country painting people's faces when you have a little kid. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, which point? <laughs> she said, why aren't you doing what you're supposed to do? And I went, what is that? Because the truth is doing what I do, I didn't realize it was a career back then. Mm -hmm. A lot of people poo-pooed the whole psychic thing. Oh, you must be a charlatan or you must not like God. Or, you know, there were a myriad of things that came up that people would say is connected to that taboo. But when she said it, I thought, it's a really good question. And that kind of started me on doing this as far as every day. I used to do for friends, for family, but mm -hmm. I didn't even know what to do as far as charging. Just cool. so you know, folks, I know now. <laughs> 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 a shaman friend of mine said to me, you know, you have to charge. Even if you lived years ago in a village, if somebody came to you, they at the very least would bring you a chicken and some eggs and some vegetables right. so that you could eat. If you're not charging enough even to eat, then you're not doing the right thing. There's got to be an equal exchange. Mm -hmm. And that really sat with me. Yeah. So that was, uh, my daughter was, I think, seven 
and she'll be 32 this year. Nice. Wow. Hopefully that answered your question, Danielle. <laughs> it's very long. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it was very good, actually. Uh, my dad said you're spot on. Oh, thank good you. Good job. All right. Thank you. All right. And Julie Anderson says, I love you, Sharon Pfeiffer. Aww, how nice I love you, that? Julie. I love you. She's my friend. She's sweet. my dad. She's your dad. I love it. I do have a question for sure. you. Sure. Uh, I don't know why, but this comes up. But um, will I uh, be living in Florida or will I be living somewhere else? Permanently or right now? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I, there's there's a pull for you actually towards the west, which I think is funny since you're from the north. Definitely. Okay. I get a pull towards the west. Oh well. Wow. West, as in let's say Arizona or Vegas, mm -hmm. to me it would be California, perhaps, or somewhere close to that vicinity. Mm -hmm. My geography is not great, I'm afraid. <laughs> no west coast. Okay. Okay. Even um. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Sedona. It doesn't feel mm. like Vegas. For some reason, I'd be I'm dead if I went towards, to Vegas. Yeah. Leaning towards <laughs> more California <laughs> region for whatever reason. Okay. But I just don't feel like Florida is permanent unless you do dual homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe that investment you're talking about. There you, go. <laughs> you never know. There you go. Telling you, okay. there's something going to be presented to you that is going to make you money. Good. I I like money <laughs> and I will manage it. I'll put the 20 cents away. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a good idea. My dad says, I guess we're all moving. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. It's not immediate though. You guys are here for a while. Julie says, Sharon wants to know where I will end up living. <laughs> Julie. Julie, Julie wants to know Sharon. Wait a minute. Julie wants to know where she will end up. Where she? Living. Oh, okay. Is that what she? Is that? I'm gonna guess that's. Yeah, Julie Anderson. She has to first decide what she. It's gonna sound really funny. What she wants to be when she grows up. Good answer. You hear that, Julie? What do you want to be when you grow up? When she gets clear on what she really wants to do, that mm -hmm. will determine where she's at. Because right she's now. Good. It's a matter of just staying put so that she can manage things. She said FML. <laughs> FML. Fuck my life. <laughs> well, okay. Well, we all need that time, you know, to, to uh, reassess our lives and But it really depends make a on move, the person. You know? I have yeah. this wonderful friend who traveled around the world with a backpack, got herself into all sorts of precarious positions and mischief and had a ball. She came to Florida, back to Florida, had a child or raised this child for 17 years, then somehow ran into her boyfriend from high school married him and is traveling around the world again. Like, you know, just picked up and went. Huh. So I really think it has to do with that inner strength, that inner conviction. What do you want? What's going to make you happy? Because not everybody can just pick up. I mean, my mom, my mom has things. And we tease her about moving because she always says, oh, she wants to move. But she's mm -hmm. been in the same place for forever, right? yeah. decades. And she has beautiful things. But the idea of packing those things is daunting. Mm. Where me, like, let's go. I don't like packing, but I'll do it. Let's go. 
It really depends on the individual. I mm -hmm. don't think we can generalize and say that everybody can just pick up and go or everybody right. would travel around the world because mm -hmm. a lot of people are very fearful too. Fearful of change, fearful of travel, fearful of other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, Very if true. nothing else, I'd like to share that. If we focus on fear, we attract more of it to us. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things in our world right now that scare us, whether it's the idea of nuclear war or it's climate change or it's people shooting people for no reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's really there's so much to be afraid of. But if you allow that to taint your life, mm -hmm. that becomes your life. Energy is huge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so important to recognize, okay, this is something that you don't care for. If you can do something to change it, awesome. Yeah. Dive in. Do it. Make a change. Yeah. If you can't, don't put your energy on it. Don't yeah. focus on it because what we give attention to grows. Control the controllable. Exactly. Control what you could control. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Brittany Stearns. I thought what? you were going to say Britney Spears. <laughs> I heard yeah. Spears. Yeah. She's actually, I checked the analytics. She's a listener of the show. Oh, okay. That's no, I'm just kidding. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Britney Stearns, she's a, a big listener of the show. And what do you, what do you get from Brittany? What do I get from her? Yeah. Very spunky. She's got a, I mean, seriously, very high energy person. Mind is going million miles an hour all the time. She reminds me of the Energizer Bunny. You ever see that commercial mm -hmm. and the bunny's going and going oh, and yeah. going, then falls over? <laughs> I feel like she pushes till she can't push anymore. She's got to be conscious of her mental as well as physical energy. Specifically, it feels like her parasympathetic nervous system or her, what is this? Oh my gosh, what's it called? Adrenaline. I feel like she runs on adrenaline more than she runs on she. So there's life force and then mm -hmm. there's adrenaline. Feels like she's got to bring that a bit more back in alignment. Uh, the overall impression is more harmony is needed within. Like she needs to take moments where she just stops and makes those moments intentional. Not mm -hmm. because she goes to a class or because she lays down one afternoon, but creates it throughout her week. Mm -hmm. It'll really help her. Uh, the other thing too is relationships with her specifically romantic relationships she has very high expectations which is really great mm -hmm. by the same token it's important to listen so that she hears what other people are saying and when she feeds back information as best as she can try to do it by Brittany the best way I could say this is do it based on their value system not yours so I'm going to give you a really silly example. If you would say, honey, can you take the dishes out of the dishwasher? But they would say, I need you to do this. Say it the way that they would say it. Mm -hmm. If you can get better with that communication, it will make everything better as far as interpersonal romantic types of relationships. Mm -hmm. Brittany, I hope that helped you. I think it did. She said, very true. LOL. Good. <laughs> <clears throat> we have more. Okay, whatever you, okay you want to do. That? Yeah, whatever you want to do. I'm good. The listeners are happy. Tracy Pace, first time watcher. Hi, Tracy. To support Hi. Sharon. Hi, Tracy. Joe. Hi, Sharon. You look beautiful. I've never been read, but open to it. Does Danielle pick up anything specific? I mean, Haley, I'm sorry. Dan she said Danielle. Maybe it was a typo, but um, okay. Tracy Pace. 
And she went, I'm sorry, what did she ask? She's never been read before, but she's open to it. So I guess when you, when you hear Tracy Pace's name. Okay. I think she, uh, Tracy, I think you friended me on Facebook. I think, I I think right before the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tracy is a very sensitive being, but she's also a very stubborn being. And it's so funny because we all have different propensities within our nature. And a lot of times we fight the idea of growth. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that sometimes it's best to pay attention to that sensitive side more than the stubborn side, but mm -hmm. not to the point where she allows her feelings to get hurt too often, because I feel like that's when she gets on the defensive. I'm going to say too, as far as business work, anything having to do with responsibility, she has to choose better for herself. Meaning, I feel like it's about making money versus being about happiness. And I feel like she's had something in her mind that would make her really happy, but there's something holding her back. And if she could do it even just part-time now, it would bring her so much more joy. Okay? All right. I like She's that. amazing. She's an amazing woman. You'd love to have her on as a guest. Yeah, maybe we'll have to get Tracy yeah. Pace on. Tracy, I'm always open to new guests. Yeah. I, I love interesting people. I do. She She's an accomplished, I don't want to say woman. Mm -hmm. She is an accomplished uh, fisher person. Okay. You know, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's catching big fish. fish. Yeah, I saw the yeah, Facebook. I saw uh, and some an pictures actress, of her and a businesswoman and a and spectacularly beautiful and just, she's amazing. But there's oh. something that I feel really and truly she's not totally put forth. As far as oh, I'm sure what she will make her really happy. Yeah, probably. Term. Probably. There's probably something, you know, that another thing that she wants to challenge herself to do that she hasn't done yet. But, you know, but she's really, she's something else. She's amazing. That's it sounds great. Like you have amazing friends. I, I was just going to say, I yeah, try to dot. surround you have a myself. Good dot. Good dot. Yeah. I have a great, <laughs> I have a great dot. dot. Yeah, I have a great dot. And yeah. There's another uh, um, A L I N E. Aline? A-L-I-N-E. Are you sure that's spelled right? Aline Lima? Aline? Is that yours? Mm, not that I know of. She's, uh, she's in the chat as well. Oh, hi, Aline. Aline. Hi, Aline. Hello. I think it's Aline. Let me know if I'm right. Hi. <laughs> Spell it phonetically. That, that'll that help us. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Long A-L. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. I hear travel, 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 travel. Not necessarily being able to do it just at this moment but something that would really make her very happy it feels like she she's a very interesting soul i feel like she's very complicated and she doesn't let too many people in but i feel mm -hmm. as if she's like you in the sense she's really bright but doesn't allow herself to see her own wisdom at mm -hmm. times and i'm not being facetious here mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really serious a very interesting being capable much more than what she's been doing and what i'm getting is a cycle here for her over i'm going to say the next seven years massive change and i'm going to say be prepared to let go of things that you thought you never would let go of because there's some massive change coming up in a positive way so don't get worried and think oh my god no it's good it really is i feel like there is going to be this push to let go and you're going to be thinking no i don't want to and as soon as you do you're going to be really probably in the happiest phase of your life that you've ever been Whoa. in. Wow. Yeah, there's something wow. beautiful coming. That's the best over reading the of the day, right? Amazing. Nice cycle that you're going into. 
Levine. And it's time. So happy you came in the the, the yeah. chat, the live chat. You've got some good news. Can I trade with you? Yeah, <laughs> really, maybe you meant to tell me that. <clears throat> Catherine Corcoran. I keep seeing a picture of a house. It's funny. I'm seeing a picture of a house and I'm seeing like a hill behind the house. And I'm trying to figure out, is this a metaphor or if this is literal? And I'm not clear. So let me think for a moment because obviously house represents home, represents security, safety, even mountains. Mountains behind a home tends to be like a refuge. Okay, so that's what it is. Thank you. There is the need to feel safe. There is the need to feel secure. I get a lot of emotional ups and downs over the past three, three and a half years here. And I feel like that's going to pivot for you probably within the next four months, could be five months, but it's just at the edge of an old cycle, which means a lot of what you've been hoping is going to change and what you've been able to think about but not actually bring about is going to start happening. Mm -hmm. And I know this sounds very esoteric, but I really feel that a sense of security that's truly needed for you is going to start becoming the corner. So don't give up. And honestly, <coughs> do a vision board. If you're not familiar with that, mm -hmm. take a piece of paper or a piece of cardboard and cut out photos that represent that sense of safety and that sense of future that you so want. Because it's coming either way, but we tend to speed things up when we focus on mm -hmm. them. Very true. Wow. Okay. You have some interesting people. Yeah. I mean, all kidding aside. Yeah, it's a guy thing. So, but <laughs> it's a guy so thing, but you have a guy. lot of women. A lot of women. A lot of women. Why do I have a lot of women? Lot of women? <laughs> well, your dad came. We, yeah. Right? Yeah. My dad's Yeah, we're all the guy guests. There you yeah. Go. My dad. They all said, honey, you go on. <clears> you do it. Yeah, yeah, they're all quiet tonight for some reason. Yeah, where are the guys? I didn't realize I had so many girls you watching. You have a lot of show. girls watching. Cool. That's well, a good no. thing. All right. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. It was this was Thank a girl thing tonight. It was a girl thing tonight. This was a girl thing. It wasn't I shouldn't have even showed up. <laughs> I should have stayed home. Let you guys take care of me. So good. Thank you so much for, Absolutely. for being a part of the this show and nice. interacting uh with my listeners. Absolutely. This was a really good episode i'm very happy <laughs> good I'm yeah. glad. and i think my listeners are too happy you know that's a bad that's, thing yeah that's <laughs> not a guy thing it's, it's a bad, a bad thing, thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a good thing it's a good thing. good thing no this is great um my uh my dad's happy that's good okay and uh uh yeah everybody looks happy in the chat so yeah awesome thank you so much thank, thank you, you for my being pleasure. on the show i gotta do a quick uh quick plug to cross country because yeah, my boys at cross country listen this is how it's got to go down, <laughs> folks. All right. You know, we got to keep the lights on in this place. It's 8.46 p.m. Monica's still here working like crazy, as always. Love, Monica. Cross-country mortgage, you just got to do it. This is the reason why I'm able to do the show in this amazing, beautiful place here in Bogoraton, Florida. Okay. Uh, it's cross-country mortgages. If you're looking for a home, if you're sick and tired of renting and paying somebody else's bills, and you want to build a legacy for your family and you want to get some property and and make an investment, you know, and uh, eventually earn some extra cash as the years go on when you sell it. Or maybe it's your forever home, whatever the case may be. Cross Country Mortgage is your place to be. They're open seven days a week, Monday to Friday. They throw the Saturday and Sunday in there because they're nice. But the great thing, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Every wow. single day, you could get somebody on the phone. You can meet with somebody at the office to 
get really? your loan closed. And the best part is they could do it as quick as seven days. Seven Impressive. days. It is true. I could speak personally. They closed my loan in 12. Wow. They did a fantastic job. You have to deal with cross country. I'm not just saying it. It is the truth. Okay. So the reason there's cross country studios is because of cross country mortgage. So I'm very happy about it. Love these guys. They are like family to me. They treat me like gold and they let me be here and do this awesome fun They're show. The best. They are the best. Not so like that. Their environment is amazing. I've been looking around. Greatness is a choice. Keep calm and carry on. Zen pictures, the orchids, the Buddha. It all represents. And the coffee. Calm. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Love it. I missed that. I'm coming back. <laughs> it, you know, it's, a, it's an exciting place. Uh, there's a reason why I came here. A great thing. But yeah, it is. It is a very positive vibe. It smells good in here, too. And it I does. like the fact that it's good, too. So, and then the other smoking. thing is, <clears throat> you got to hit them up, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Maddie. Maddie Weaver. Matt Weaver team. Call today. You see the number right there? It's backwards, maybe. I don't know. 561 212 6503. Look at that. Hit up, my boys. Put it in a mirror. <laughs> they are the best in the business. So, thank you guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in this evening. A couple of quick notes before we exit for the night. Um, one more time for my listeners. How could they find you in case they want to have a personal reading and meet you at your office? Oh, did you share that before? I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a psychic gallery, which is August 7th, which is a Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. at the Greenhouse Office Building. And at the same place is my office. If you'd like to get in touch Call me at 561-755-2166. That's 561-755-2166. Or you can find me online at hallieelise.com. Or you can just go to Google and say the name wrong. It will still come up and give you about 20 pages worth of information to get in touch. Thanks, everyone. Awesome. Beautiful job. Sharon, thank you for co-piloting this ship today. Thanks for letting me be here. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. And I got some new listeners because of you. So thank you. How nice is that? I'm very excited thank about you. it. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, please do me a favor. While you're here, like and follow on social media. I want to grow this show. I want to have more experiences like this for everybody that's tuning in. So please, Facebook, A Guy Thing Podcast, Twitter, at A Guy Thing Pod, Instagram, A Guy Thing Podcast, you could send me an email if you like, uh, guythingpodcast at gmail.com. The website, guythingpodcast.com. Uh, I am on LinkedIn as well. Thank okay. you very much. Uh, Guy Think Podcast on LinkedIn. Uh, the website, real easy to subscribe. Uh, if you want to hear the podcast, just do the radio version. Uh, you could do that. Two clicks is all it takes. It made it real easy for everybody. Click on subscribe. It'll automatically uh, identify what your device is and tell you what app you need to download wow. to get me. That easy. That's While you're on there, please, five-star rating helps me grow the show. Um, and then next uh, next week coming up, our, our next guest, I already did the interview, but I'm going to release it next week. Uh, it's a Skype interview with the founder of Celebrity Boxing, uh, Damon Feldman. Really cool guy. You may have seen some stuff on YouTube. If you haven't, checked it out. It's really cool. He had Vanilla Ice in the ring yeah. fighting somebody, Shaquille O'Neal fighting somebody. Oh, cool. They just didn't. Yeah, he does all. Yeah, now he's doing the, something with 
with Justin Bieber. He's trying to get him to do a fight. Yeah, I, think it would be great. I heard about that. He's got <laughs> a lot of really cool yeah. things in the pipeline. You're going to yeah. love this interview. It was a lot of fun. He's a great guy. Uh, we had a really good time. They just had an event uh, this past weekend at the Showboat Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, if you follow the royal family, Meghan Markle, uh, her brother uh, got into a fight in the ring. So, <laughs> you know, he finds some interesting people to, to, to uh, do these events. So uh, tune in for that. I'm going to drop that on Tuesday. So check it out. And then I will be in Texas uh, from Thursday to Sunday. Uh, and I might be doing a show Texas out there. This is near California. Hello. Oh, well, watch out. I may not come back. <laughs> uh, have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Mars Friday. Enjoy.